0: Log Talk Radio.
1: Roger, huh? Request vector, over, but Flight two zero nine, or clear for vector three two four. We have clearance, Clarence. Roger, Roger. What's our vector, Victor? Our radio clearance over. That's Clarence over. Over, Roger. Huh? Roger, over, But
2: It's that same bud time, same but channel. Every Wednesday night from 9 p.m. to 11 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, with your host Dusty Bow. Let My People Grow is a show by, of, and for the cannabis community and culture.
0: was like a radio station.
2: Let My People Grow was created to be a platform for activists, cultivators, extractors, and everyone that's involved in the cannabis community and movement to share their personal knowledge and experiences with the world and the everyday cannabis consumer. Our goal on Let My People Grow is to educate, inform, and empower our listeners about the many benefits of utilizing the cannabis hemp plant in our community and modern society. But most importantly, educating our listeners about the importance of ending the unconstitutional prohibition of the undisputed champion of the plant kingdom, the people's plant, cannabis hemp. Better budded than a mystery, it's grown through a community of cultivators. On Let My People Grow... We feature outstanding special guests, play music from amazing artists, bands, and musicians who recognize the importance of utilizing such an amazing and beneficial plan.
0: That's hemp. Yeah, but I've been a lot of cut smooth folks. No, I mean look at that
2: band, man. We invite you and everyone within the cannabis community to come on and participate in a live talk show about cannabis hemp. Do you have a question for the host, want to discuss a recent news story, or an event, or talk about cultivation, or just simply talk about cannabis in general?
0: The request lines are now open, KGFJ Soul
3: Radio.
2: (laughs) Give us a call during the live show at 917-889-8298. Be sure to follow Let My People Grow on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and at blogtalkradio.com forward slash Let My People Grow, where you can catch up and listen to and even download all previously recorded episodes of the show. Be sure to subscribe to the California Cannabis Temp Initiative on iTunes, where you can download and subscribe to the podcast. Thank you all so much for lighting up and tuning in to Let My People Grow. We're keeping you in the know why we do this show.
1: For two hours of Let My People Grow with your host,
3: Dusty Bowles. So, Dusty, put down the rig and pick up the mic because we got a show to do.
4: Actually, hand the rig over to me. The
0: downside of marijuana is going to jail. And the other downside is a part to do with character of not standing up to get those people out of jail let our people go let our people grow
2: live from the bud cave i'm your host dusty Bowles. it's that same bud time once again and that same Bud channel on let my people grow on the cchi radio network uh be sure to everybody that's out there listening right now listening live paying attention um, you can give us a call at 917 889 8298. If I said that too fast, it's 917 889 8298. I'm your host, Dusty Bowles. Got Hedwich on the line already with us this evening. Um, we got a great guest lined up for everybody this evening to uh, call in, ask questions if uh, we get around to that portion of the show, or we're going to have an interview with um, Kelly Dawes, the president and founder of the Cannabis Film Festival that happens up north, up in. Uh, northern california she's up there in the humboldt area and a uh, good friend of mine it's um it's going to be fun to have her on the show this evening tonight too um and to learn more about the cannabis film festival and maybe we'll get um some inside information on some of the films and stuff that's going to be coming up on that at the event which takes place on april 23rd and 24th of this year so uh it's up in garberville so um be sure to check that out at uh, CannabisFilmFestival.com. dot com. She'll be calling in around nine fifteen this evening. We'll be talking with her a little bit and then hopefully we'll be in our second hour around ten o'clock we'll be here and hopefully we'll be hearing from uh Camo from uh the Smokehouse Sesh, to t- talk about a little bit about that event that's coming up. Um so that'll be exciting. Um, we'll get to talking with Jeff a little bit later in the show too. Um but for now, you know, we're gonna focus a little bit on uh some news. Uh, we got a lot of great music lined up for everybody this evening, too. I got some uh, J. Ross, uh, some Righteous Vibrations, Cali Conscious, um, Clear Conscious. I got a lot of Conscious bands. So, um, Burnt and some Bumpin' and Uglies, and maybe some others if we find some time to squeeze some uh, quick songs in there, too, just to show some love to all those musicians and bands that uh, show love to us over here at Let My People Grow and the California Cannabis Hemp Initiative in the CCHI Radio.
3: Um,
2: with that being said, Um, we're probably, our dab track for the evening is probably going to be, um, probably going to start with the little J-Ross and then, um, like I was saying right now, we'll talk a little bit about some news on which I was looking up, um, um, it's, uh, this is from CNN International, by the way. Um, it was posted seven hours ago, and this is a hot topic for everybody right now. Everybody's all over the NFL and cannabis, and there's a lot of uh, ex NFL players and stuff that are coming out, and you know, within you know, and you see them at a lot of these events too. Um, Kyle Turley, a few other people that were actually out at these events, and they, they do show they have showed support or verbally supported the CCHI because they're totally in favor of legalization, and they. I also believe the NFL should change their uh, their um, restrictions on marijuana use in the league. So I want no goddamn push notifications from it. <laughs> Anyways, if you play, uh, this is from um, CNN.com, and it's um, it's all about how the you know more and more players are looking to marijuana for pain relief, um, despite risking punishment from the NFL. So the NFL still you know in um, most places. Or if it's, if it's if it's policy, it really doesn't matter what state you're in, even if it's legal. Um, um, right now, the you know the existing ways they want you to manage the pain is through opioids and non non-inflammatory medications. Um, but other players are concerned about addiction and the potential for overdose, which obviously is a big. We have um, one of the leading causes of overdoses from prescription pills, and so. Um, but you know it's it only makes sense for these n f l players they have serious brain trauma brain damage um concussions, and um if you guys haven't seen that movie uh concussion or what I think that's what it was called with Will Smith or whatever it's really a great movie and look into that actual story and about that um you know the the damage that they're finding that are done to the the um the players' brains and they're even finding them all the way down in players that play down in pop Warner they're finding um these certain patterns of brain damage that are are only associated with like people with dementia and stuff in way later stages of their, of their life. So it's really crazy. And cannabis can do a lot to help these players prevent that and and manage the pain and other things. So it makes sense. You know, why would, why even if, even if it didn't work, why wouldn't you try that first? Why wouldn't you try the natural non-toxic alternative first? You know I mean? Knowing you're not poisoning your body and if it works, boom, you bingo bango, you know you've got yourself a a non a non toxic natural alternative that's gonna heal you and make you feel better and why why does our um government and other and them keep it illegal you know and why why won't they allow us to utilize that plant you know and, and that then that's what the California cannabis hemp initiative and this show is really all about it's all about legalization and And um, everybody's love in in our community and cultures, um, their love for the cannabis plant. And so that's what we do. We talk about cannabis. We talk about all that good stuff here on Let My People Grow. Right now, currently broadcasting on the CCHI radio network. Be sure to check out the CCHI at cchi2016.org. If you're not volunteering or out there collecting signatures and not informing everybody you know about the California cannabis hemp initiative and to sign it and where they can sign it. Um, you you know, print to me, it speaks volumes. Your silence speaks volumes to me, you know, and in the future, you know, if we do see the corporatization of legalization, like we're going to see with the adult use of marijuana act. And, um, if we, if that does come down the pipe, then there's no one to blame but ourselves and, you know, in your silence and apathy toward, the California Cannabis Hemp Initiative, essentially really the people's initiative and true legalization. A lot of people like to coin it a uh, free, you know, legal like tomatoes initiative when that's not true at all. While they'll sit out there and they'll support an initiative that's mirrored after it, MCLR, and say, oh, well, this one is, you know, much more of a regular, has much more of a regulatory, um, you know, lineup and it's much it's much more and it's exactly the same thing. It's it's made to be regulated just like the beer and wine model. So yeah, I'm rambling. It's nine ten, which means it's our Mahalo Dab Dab track for our friends in Hawaii right now. Um shoots, brothers. Let's listen to a little bit of Jay Ross um of Soul Lifted. Uh Get Up, Wake Up. i You've been missing lately, late. got to stand up You say get up, wake up, show yourself what You've been missing baby, got to get up You say get up, wake up, show yourself what You've been missing late? late. show your hands up You say get up, wake up, show yourself what You've been missing baby, got to rise up say, You got to wait your turn, because now it's mine. I've got some boundaries just to open up your mind I won't be the turn. can't stop me this time No walls around me, no obstacles that I can find I can't be concerned, or let them leave me
0: blind I've got much to earn, just leave it all behind. I hope by now you've heard that I'm on the rise, lifting up the map, the roots I provide, looking for the light, and draw came my way. Never since a day I'm never gonna go astray. So I hear them straight, give takes thanks and praise. I got the whole come no matter what the people say. True love will always say, Can't take that away. I keep on getting straight from ja only. Keep on focusing upon the things that make us wanna sing and give nice nicers, keep the king for blessings that it brings. Don't praise this to the life, I. Prayers to the most So you got to get up, wake up, don't let them hold you down inside this IOI. Oh, keep giving thanks to the Most High job. every single time. us time when I said I oh, keep crazy. Choke yourself, You've been missing lately, late, got to stand up. You say get up, wake up, show yourself what you've been missing, baby. Got to get up. You say get up, wake up, show yourself what you been missing late, late, Show your hands up. You say get up, wake up, show yourself what you've been missing, baby. Got to ride up. Say get up, wake up, show yourself what you been missing lately. Late, got to stand up. You say get up, wake up, show yourself what you've been missing, baby. Got to get up. You say get up, wake up, show yourself what you been missing. late. late they choke your hands up. You Get up, wake up, show yourself what you've been missing, baby. Got up. Get up, wake up, show yourself what you been missing. late they got to stand up. You say, Get up, wake up, show yourself what you've been missing, baby. cat to get up. You say, Get up, wake up, show yourself what you've been missing. late, They choke your hands up. You say, Get up, wake up, show yourself what you've been missing, baby. Got to rise up. Get up, wake up, wake up, wake up, wake up.
2: Wake up, people. Get up. Wake up. That was J-Ross Soul Lifted. Be sure to check him out of Soul Lifted. Excuse me. Be sure to check him out of J-Ross Music at com And uh, there you can find all of his uh, albums, all of his music. Um, you can purchase his merchandise, and you can buy his music there as well. Um, be sure to go over there and show him some love. Um, it's a great song. It has a great message. Get up and wake up. Um, show yourself. Get out there, get active, um, and know that there is a um, all grassroots volunteer alternative to the corporate takeover and the Adult Use of Marijuana Act that's coming in the future. And um, there's a lot of people that you know just remain silent on it that are that have a lot of clout and a lot of you know political power within the cannabis industry and the cannabis movement who you know play to both sides. And then when it comes down to you know the brass tax of um funding or even just standing up in, in favor of or, you know, um just stepping out there and saying, Yeah, this is a good initiative. You know, why aren't people doing the things they should be doing to make it happen? But hey, you know what I mean? There's still volunteers out there with over a thousand right now gathering signatures that are still trying to make this a reality for everybody here in California. And uh not to we sh- nobody should be out there um, discrediting all their hard work and saying that this thing is folding or none of this without any confirmation from anybody. Um, the CCHI is still going strong. There are a lot of volunteers out there kicking butt right now to make sure this is a reality. So, and um, my I myself will be out at the. Um, Smokehouse Sesh coming up on, um, I think it's March 19th, and hopefully we'll have camo on a little later in the second hour of the show around 10 o'clock to talk a little bit about that. But for now, I'm seeing that we have our guest on the line. I'm seeing that we have Kelly Dodds of the um, Cannabis Film Festival, our president and founder of the Cannabis Film Festival on the line. Hello, Kelly. This is Dusty Bowles of Let My People Grow. Are you with us?
4: Yes, I am. Thanks for having me.
2: Oh, it's a pleasure to have you on. I haven't got to actually speak with you in quite some time.
4: <laughs> yeah, it's been a few years, huh, since Sacramento. <laughs>
2: yeah. Was it Sacramento and then also at the, the up in Sonora, too? Weren't you at the Cannabis Cup up there, too? I think we saw each other up there as well.
4: Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, at the uh, Emerald oh, Cup the, the Santa in Rosa uh, Sonoma one. County. Yeah, yeah.
2: Mm-hmm.
4: Yep. So yeah, it's how been are a while. you doing? You know what I'm doing uh, doing just great uh living the life up here in uh in Humboldt County and um you know I uh, I keep busy I got the the film festival and uh that is going to be in oh my god I think in 45 days oh jeez <laughs> it's, yeah. uh, it's 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 going to be fun it's going to be fun it's once a year where we bring uh we bring Hollywood to uh, to Humboldt County, and uh, we have ten ten films, um, and uh, we're just uh, booking right along. Pardon the expression.
2: Awesome, and that's on uh, April twenty third and twenty fourth, right up in uh, Garberville, if I'm not mistaken.
4: Yes, yes, April twenty third and twenty fourth, little uh, my little town Garberville. It's a it's a little bit of a different. Uh, uh, event in a way where uh you were we're inviting you to come to my little town. We're inviting you to come to the uh what we affectionately refer to as the capital of the Emerald Triangle here in southern Humboldt, Humboldt County. And uh our little town goes from a little one one uh one um stop sign town to uh I don't know, a buzzing little metropolis of uh, Hollywood uh hollywood finery and uh and movies and vendors and we have a vip lounge that's just off the hook it's uh catered and really raises the bar in good old Humboldt.
2: nice it sounds very exciting i know um i was very upset that i didn't get to go last year
4: well i hope you can make it this year You could be my <laughs> come as my guest one of my vip guests it'd be great
2: oh that would be awesome Say no more. I'm definitely gonna put that on the calendar and try to make that a reality.
4: <laughs> you should. <laughs> um.
2: So maybe you could uh, so describe for the listeners maybe a little bit more about like what really takes place at the cannabis film festival. Like, I, like the whole. I know, like, I like, I love the description of how you say you bring Hollywood to it. But like, what's some of the things that well, people experience at the event besides you know um, interacting with people from Hollywood?
4: um you get to uh well uh the films are going to be are going to be shown in the uh uh historic redwood playhouse and it's uh, been um uh re uh has had a resurgence and has um got uh, received a lot of love in the past few uh, few years uh from a non-profit that has been restoring it and uh we're fortunate enough to uh to get to use that uh, that playhouse and that auditorium to show our films this year and uh it's beautiful. We have uh it's everything is walking distance, uh, meaning it really wouldn't t- it doesn't take but a minute or two to get to uh any of the uh uh locations or venues like the VIP or the the town square, which the town square is gonna be full of entertainment and uh vendors from all over. Um we're doing our best to get uh, give everybody a taste of Humboldt, so to speak by uh um providing just artisans and and uh and um, um um i guess like uh jewelry makers and food food providers and uh we will also have again entertainers um and the movies uh, are are pretty interesting we have uh, three or is it four documentaries i know there's three definitely uh there's one from from um from New Zealand, which is amazing on how crazy and harsh the uh the the cannabis and drug laws are there where they have I believe one of the high, highest incarceration uh of of their citizens uh due to cannabis related offenses. It was, uh, wow. it was very disturbing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And uh, some some comedies that uh from LA there's two comedies from LA full features um got a short film and uh yeah yeah and a drama uh, but mostly comedies and and documentaries this time
2: so it's just like a really cool cannabis friendly event where you can really get an inside peek at a lot of really cool um um films that don't necessarily have to be cannabis related right it's just really just a really cool film that you can um see at this event not necessarily like they're all cannabis related correct uh,
4: actually they are uh there's that's pretty much the only uh uh hard and fast criteria that we have right now is that gotcha. they uh, uh the film has to have something to do with cannabis and or hemp and um It's surprising how many films are, or independent films are being done, uh, where that is the theme, uh, in one way or another, and uh, I was, I was surprised, (laughs) pleasantly surprised.
2: That's really cool. I mean that. I mean that's a, that's a good sign, really. That you know we're seeing an insurgence of
4: mm-hmm. of
2: people really wanting to bring that education to and to the forefront of people's minds and say, hey, look, this is. And that's the thing about you know, especially right now. I mean, I'm going to school for graphic communication and digital media and stuff like that. So you know, you you really learn about how how important that stuff is and and what what a great media, um, film and video and things like radio and broadcast um podcasting and television and other things really are beneficial, and they don't have to be that whole smoke and mirrors type of brainwashing thing. They can really be utilized as a tool to educate or even, you know, bring together a group of people and really have a good time at an event and um, educate people through film and also, you know, just enjoy a film that's based around cannabis. It's really, really exciting.
4: Well, thanks. We really wanted to uh, bring the uh, really wanted to bring this this form of entertainment and and genre to the mainstream and and to the point where it's cons- it it is normal, where it's not a uh, um, it's not taboo, and it's not uh, the only thing that you see isn't going to be just a a um, awesome mind you, Cheech and Chong film or you know, um, a a fear-mongering film of some sort. This is where real filmmakers are coming and they're providing a story or telling a story. uh, And the documentaries are very powerful. Uh, We have one that's uh, Cannabis versus Climate Change. That one's really thick, really deep, very informative. And uh, you come out going, well, damn it if that guy isn't right. (laughs) I think he's right. And, uh, um, yeah, we're just blessed with, with, with being able to, uh, to to bring this, again, to the mainstream. And I've modeled this. I've been thinking about this for a number of years. And, you know, you, you, you mention something enough and then friends go, seriously, either shut up or you do it. Yeah. <laughs> so I finally, I did it. I did it last year. We pulled it together in four months, believe it or not. And it was great. And we never have to do the first one again, thank goodness. And now we're on to the second one. And this is a way to, uh, to again, bring something else, you know, to the, uh, to, to the world. And I really want to help brand Humboldt. I want to introduce people to the wonderful place that I call home, which is Humboldt County. And there's more, believe it or not, there's more to us than just Cannabis. There's a yeah, whole then, community here.
2: Yeah, there's uh, there's firefighters. There's you know there's teachers. There's a gas there's gas station attendants. There's every everything that's mm-hmm. in every other city there is in Humboldt too. And they're just, you know, they're just average people just like you and me. It's just that they happen to really, you know, they have a market and industry that's based around cannabis up there. And um, and they're proud of it. And they want to show it off. And that's really cool that, you know, you've come We're up ready. with this really. Yeah, exactly. It, and it's that time. It's 2016, right? It's like, right. Are, do we really have to sit back in the shadows, like, anymore? Like, I mean, we've pretty much, we we have three legal states. We have. Um, what is it? Twenty-three, I think, medical states already, or even more than that, maybe. It's mm-hmm. so. I mm-hmm. mean, there's there's really no reason to sit back and hide anymore.
4: No, we celebrate for sure, and uh, we want to. Uh, uh, another thing that was a very very strong motivator for me is is uh, I uh, born and raised in uh, in Southern California. And uh, I've been up here and immersing myself and falling in love with Humboldt for the past 20, 25 years. And uh, ten, about 10 years ago, we, uh, my partner and I, moved here. And really, um, we moved here and uh, we were going to buy a restaurant. And uh, thank God that that we dodged that bullet. Um, <laughs> but uh, but it brought us to you know while in Rome, you know you don't want to leave. So what are you going to do? And um, we, uh, um, you know, embraced uh, this culture and uh, this community um, embraced us. We landed, as I like to refer to it, as Butterside Up. And um, we just, I started a school, Cannabis, 707 Cannabis College, started that um, in 2010. And um, that is now uh, evolved into something else, and I'm no longer invo- involved in it. And then I actually uh, had yeah, the
2: picture, I also have a that you gave me on the side of my fridge.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I still have. You know, I came across those the just the <laughs> other day in some old calendars that we used to make um, for the school. So uh yeah. It's uh it's a part of history for me as, for sure. And uh I was very proud of what we what we did and now I have a consulting firm and and uh now uh I'm here uh promoting a film festival. And the reason why I really wanted this film festival is I thought, gosh darn it, things are all topsy-turvy now in in Humboldt and things are different. And damn, I don't want to lose, I don't want to move, I don't want to go anywhere else. I want tourism to come here. I want my community to survive and to to flourish. So that's what was my main motivation for for starting the film festival. And uh, now we're being asked by I well, we have about half a dozen um, communities that are uh, that are vying for our attention and would like us to bring our festival to uh, places like Detroit, to Eugene, Oregon, to Portland, Olympia, Telluride, and Detroit. I think I already said that. In D.C.
2: <laughs>
4: that was just yeah. for the past thirty thirty days. We've been approached.
2: Wow. That's exciting.
4: It's (laughs) cookie. Yeah.
2: Well, I mean, that means you're taking off and people are noticing what you're doing. I mean it really is a cool concept, you know. You have really great food and really you can really see you can catch up on some of the latest films that are involved in cannabis. And like you said, it's in Humboldt. It's you know, it's, it you want to, and th- and that's another thing too that really plays into it is you know, you say you're from Southern California, but you you've really been living in Humboldt for like the last 25 years. And home is where your heart is, you know. Everybody knows that. Right. And and same here in Fresno. You know, we've always been fighting against our city council, our um, our uh, county officials and all them this entire time to even allow us to, and it's like, you know, here as an advocate, it's like, why aren't you guys allowing this tourism and all these possibilities (laughs) and this tax revenue and all these things that we could be benefiting from the cannabis plant, you know what I mean, while providing Mm -hmm. for patients? and doing the right thing. You know what I mean? We can all make this work and benefit for it and make it be a you know, one big mutual beneficial circle. And it's really you know, down here in Fresno it's really hard to get that done, you know, but in Humboldt it's it's a lot more and you know, like like you were saying, you just have that draw and that love for your place and your current home and you really want to share that, you know, every that experience mm-hmm. with everybody around you and that's that's really the main draw of why you want to keep it in Humboldt
4: yes and i do want to keep it here so it will be celebrated here you know every year but i uh you know i i can't uh i can't ignore the uh the uh the lure of 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 bringing it other places and experiencing um a um, um success on the road with it but it'll always be here my our corporate offices will be here and gosh darn it it's going to be here this year and i imagine it's going to be here next year so uh yeah. we're going to keep it in Humboldt as long as we can um but it uh, does feel it is nice uh, it is nice to be noticed and uh, to be considered as as a viable uh, um and a a, a, a g- one of the good guys i guess and one of the good festivals to go to not that there is any any bad ones that i can even think of to be honest with you.
2: Now i think there was a i think i saw an article the other day right where there was like a list of the top 20 um like um, cannabis related like um, events and stuff to go to. And I think you guys were actually listed on there.
4: I know it's amazing what, what happens when you go on Facebook or Google yourself. (laughs) And yeah, we were, we found that, uh, that uh, we discovered or Well, somebody sent us a link that said, Hey, you made the list. And I'm like, what? And uh, it was, yeah, the top 25 events, uh, uh, cannabis industry events to go to, uh, mustn't mess, mess miss or something for this year. But yeah, we're we're on it. We made it, and uh, I just uh, I'm I'm excited. I can't wait. And uh, the films are going to be they're off the hook. And and our VIP is, you know, I'm just not right. And it had to be crazy, over the top, insane, and it is. It's uh it's just um, it's. Yeah, you're going to like it. (laughs) You're going (laughs) to like the VIP lounge. Trust me.
2: (laughs) Awesome. Very cool. You know, and and then the cool thing, too, about being approached about traveling and taking the show to other places is you get to experience other people's films, other people's artists in different areas and different, you know, and how Mm -hmm. it affects different people in different areas. And then they come to you with their films and say, hey, well, look, this is what's affecting us. I made a documentary about cannabis and how it's affecting us in this specific state or this specific area. And so it's really good for them to get a platform for them to be able to feature their films and then also for you to be able to bring the cannabis community to their films. So.
4: Right, and celebrate the local uh, uh, community and artisans. That, you know, as part of my business plan, it, it's it's right in there. States that wherever we go, wherever we uh, wherever we have one of our shows and one of our events, uh, that we will um, always. Uh, it's always in our in our consciousness to leave a place better than we than we found it. So, that's one of the things that 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 we've added to the business plan um, most recently is. Uh, if we're blessed and we get to travel, then we want to help and utilize and work with um, shelters and um, um, home the homeless so that we can provide a real tangible job, day job that's paid at the end of the day for these people. Plus they get to come to a great festival.
2: Yeah, that's a, that's a great plan, I think. And um, it's, been amazing having you on the show uh you're always more than welcome to come on the show or just call in and let us know you know if you want to say call in and say hey the, you know we got this uh this guy just confirmed that this film's going to be on also or whatever you want to talk about you just want to call in and chat about some stuff uh you're more than welcome to call in anytime
4: wow well you've been a wonderful host so gracious good friend and uh I, I'm going to take you up on that. <laughs> I'm going to take you up on that offer.
2: <laughs> all right, Kelly. Thank you so, so thank much you. for being on uh, the show this evening. And um, for all of our listeners out there, be sure to um, check out uh dot com. And um, that's where they can purchase their tickets as well, right?
4: Yes, you can get your tickets there. You can get a uh, there's a link for Eventbrite as well. And um, if you have any problems, then, uh, you know, hey email me kelly at uh at uh, cannabis film com. i know people i'll hook you up
2: <laughs> all right there you have it folks you have the inside connection right there with kelly dunce
4: <laughs> all righty well thank you so much and you guys rock and uh thank you for what you do you spread the word you bring bring uh, enlightenment to us all and uh, i've been uh it's been a pleasure thank you
2: thank you so much kelly have a great evening all right, you too. Peace. Peace. All right, folks, we're, that was Kelly Dodds, the president and founder of the Cannabis Film Festival. Um, hopefully I'll be going to it this year because I just got, you know, said I'll be having a VIP ticket if I get in there. So if I make it up there, I got a VIP seat. So that sounds like a good time. Um, I really wanted to go last year. Um, I really love films. Who doesn't love – I mean, that's like – that's who. If you're a stoner and you don't like films, I don't. Something's wrong with you. But anyways, uh, thanks again to Kelly for coming on the show. Be sure to check out the tickets and the pricing and everything over at CannabisFilmFestival.com. Com. Um, they'll be updating the website, I'm sure, too, about you know what's coming up and how students come And there's a whole you know countdown clock on there. Everything and keeps you all up to date. You can watch some videos on there and buy your tickets right on there. So, and then once again, that's CannabisFilmFestival.com. Com. I'm Dusty Bowles on Let My People Grow on the CCHI Radio Network. Um, we got Hedgewitch still on the line. We're going to cut to another track, and we'll come back, and we'll chat a little bit with Hedgewitch, excuse me, and um, we'll get down to the nitty-gritty, talking about some cannabis, hemp. Yeah, everybody likes to forget about hemp. You know, there's a lot of, that's one of the main things, people. Just just remember that. With that being said, this is Righteous, Vibrate, Righteous Vibrations. We've got the choice.
5: I'm supremely comfortable in a blue dream. Soldier, do you know about your local cannabis legalization effort? Nah, man. I get a card, and nothing's harsh in my mellow. Well, soldier, I hate to be the harsh of your small bad judgment, but there are still Americans who have their rights violated by this senseless drug war, and your inaction is a pleasure of support for these actions.
3: Three people have now come forward accusing the police of unwarranted, non-consented anal cavity searches that produce no physical evidence of wrongdoing. It happened to them, and it could happen to you. So get out of your chair and get active in the movement that protects the civil
5: rights of you and your neighbors. Anything less is smoking dudes on other people's animals. This message is brought to you by the West Hollywood League of Extraordinary Tokers.
2: shoutouts to Dank and we gotta tell you for that educational message and remember, don't smoke dudes on other people's enemas, that's not cool shit ain't cool dude we're back on Let My People Grow on the CCHI Radio Network, I'm your host Dusty Bowles, with me on the show now is Hedwich, we're gonna get him live on the air, Hedwich are you with us?
3: Uh, I'm here, how you doing?
2: Uh, I can't complain, it don't do me any good
3: (laughs) no one gives a shit anyway
2: that's right can't change the weather by complaining, right?
3: I always say, as long as we' smelling the roses and not looking at the roots, we're doing good. Hey,
2: can't complain,
3: yeah, sitting <laughs> here so, so, enjoying some of my uh concentrates I got from um oh, oh man. yeah, thanks for pretty brilliant that extracts. Up.
2: Thanks for bringing that up. I totally forgot about the whole um, going last Friday to the patient appreciation day regarding <laughs> the Garden of Blaze and exactly just how awesome it was to have that experience here in Fresno in the Tower District and just enjoy ourselves and feel free and not have to worry about anything, you know. And they were barbecuing and had uh, tacos and barbecue. Having a really good and,
3: time. I mean, I'm, I was sad that I wasn't able to spend the longer time there. Yeah, I had absolutely. to rush up and rush, rush back and get
2: back to work. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad you brought that up because I this entire week I have been smoking on just some of the best concentrates around. Oh yeah. Um Banana Kush from Chameleon Extracts and Joseph Dunbar over at Chameleon, shout out to him. Um that was really fun sitting down talking with him and really you know, he's a really educated, really smart man that really knows yeah, the plant. Yeah, yeah. That would be great to get him on either one of the shows, you know, just to. I, and that was something we talked about, too, was, you know, um, getting him on the show. And, he, you know, he even said, he's like, you know, I, I we have these great conversations. But when I get on the, you know, I get put on the spot, it's just nothing. And I'm like, dude, yeah, he, you're talking fine right now. You know, it's just like talking on the phone. It's just like whatever. You've know, got just, red
3: light syndrome. <laughs> yeah
2: but man he he he'll blow your mind with the education that he knows about concentration oh, yeah. and extracts, and that was that was one of the things I wanted him to see if we could get him on one of the shows to talk about you know uh b h o um concentrates and these things, and he can he can come on let my people grow and explain or um uh philosopher Stoned on Mondays come on and explain to people. You know, that it, it's not it, – you don't have to be afraid of it as much as you – there are people like him and other concentrate people and companies out there that are – that have really taken it to the next level of concentration um, uh, production. Artwork. So Yeah, it's it, really like, it's, it's it, really it really is.
3: It's an art It really is. It's just like any other – I mean, it, it's a form of alchemy. I mean, simple as that. That's exactly what it is, and people have been doing it for centuries, pulling extracts out of plants, you know, and that's cool doing put that. It that and, way. I and, never really
2: thought of it as like alchemy, you know, really, but it, it really is. You're really taking a a solid and tra- trans- transmuting it into something completely different.
3: Yeah, exactly, and creating it stronger and a better, purer form, you know, and that's yeah, what that's what alchemy and and magic was basically all about all along was was creating different things from the natural environment around us and extracts i mean I, i've been smoking on uh Chameleon extracts blonde uh or platinum or co- uh, platinum OG and they're uh sour cookies and they're just fantastic I I, I even uh, went down and bought myself a new dome for my thing.
2: (laughs) I think, yeah, you were telling me about that skull thing. Yeah, it sounds really cool. Um, I've been smoking. I almost smoked that. I think I did. I think I took the last gram right before we started the show, uh, or last dab of that uh, dosi dough that was really good from Chameleon Extracts. And then um, during the dab track, I took some of the um, banana kush that I got for which
3: is phenomenal. I just got me a text from the Donald Trump for President committee,
0: yeah,
3: wanting me to subscribe to his news thing. <laughs> what a joke!
2: Speaking of politics, like we were talking about. Talking about, about desperate man,
3: just spamming people's freaking phones now. Oh God!
2: Well, that doesn't sound desperate or like Donald Trump at all, right?
3: No. <laughs> that was like,
2: I posted on Facebook earlier today. I saw that um, one of the Republican candidates had a Bernie Sanders um, lookalike come on to yeah, his, I saw his actual campaign thing. And it's like, dude, you know that they're hurting when they're bringing in lookalikes of the po- most popular Democratic candidate or, you know, the most popular candidate, really, because it's hard to call him a Democratic candidate because he's really just running on their ticket and their platform. He's been yeah. an independent for as long as I've been alive, and paid attention to politics.
3: Yeah. Well, I mean, and he, uh, you know, he, it was, <laughs> that's the that's the
2: down that's not the downside. Say. He's
3: just a good person all the way around, and I think he's going to be our best bet. Simple as that. You yeah, know? and, and well, the whole thing is,
2: is, is how how really brainwashed they have people because if you if you really go out there and you find the numbers you find the polls you find these things bernie sanders is beating everybody bernie sanders is not just beating um Hillary Clinton, he's beating Trump, he's beating everybody. He is the most likely candidate to win. And when places that have 100% accuracy for the last 50 years are saying that he's going to be our next president, you know, you should probably take note. And when um, Kansas, the the Kansas primary, um, you know, was wrapped up and went to Bernie Sanders, they have picked the president for the last, was it, Forty something years with one hundred percent accuracy that whoever yeah. they've picked as their um, you know their person in that state, that's who was who won the presidency. So these are all things that you you can't deny, no matter much uh, you know whether you hate him, you think he's a socialist and he's gonna turn this whole country upside down and change our capitalist way of life and
3: that's not re- that's not gonna happen. Distribute all that wealth. Last which is, which is that's the so president. Right, it is. last time mm-hmm. we had a socialist president is when we had to enact a term limit on the mm-hmm. presidency because he was elected for reelected four times.
0: Yeah. He was such yeah. a
3: good president, and the country grew and prospered, and we had a strong middle class. You know, where well, that's just so the funny. father like, had to work, and you still had two cars in the family, and a boat in the front yard, and you know, two point three kids. You know, yeah, exactly. It was ridiculous. Well, and that's the and
2: thing now that people are always that we seem can't to forget, do
3: that.
2: People always seem to forget that you know, capitalism is what cr- what actually led to the Great Depression. Unfettered, un unchecked capitalism is what crashed yep. the stock market and is what led to the Great Depression. And the and our president at that time, which I think it was, what, Coolidge? Or was it uh, Hoover? I think it was her, one of the two was an extremely conservative right-wing Republican who didn't believe in government intervention and didn't offer them anything, didn't offer yeah. the people of the United States anything. And then what happened is FDR came in with the New Deal and socialism, built the middle class in the United States. Socialism fixed what capitalism destroyed. Yep. And people don't believe, people, that oh, capitalism built this country. No, socialism built this country. Putting people back to work through the CCC, the California, or what was it? The uh, Conservation Corps or whatever, and putting people back to work by building roads and, Paving the, in other ways, you know. what I mean, like there were so it,
3: many different projects that went on back then. You know, there was building roads, there was building, you know, dams. There was all sorts of things going on that that was needed. You know, and that's and one so of the it's reasons been we neglected
2: for the last thirty, forty years. Then yeah. all that needs it again, and it's being overlooked for because. Oh, you know, why hasn't there been a jobs bill? Why hasn't there been anything? Oh, well, because of the do nothing Congress and Obama, right? Well, whatever. Then there's 80 something percent of those people are of them. for re election this year. Yeah, that's we can get them today. all out of there.
3: Yep. And, and the funny thing is, is, if you look at the nude kids coming up, the difference between them and, and say, myself and, and even your generation. When, you guys, when we were raised, we didn't have the availability of our own free choice. We were only able to choose what we saw or was delivered to us by the news. Okay? Mm-hmm. Now we get to see all sorts of different venues of newses, news, news venues, and we get to make our own choice by educating ourselves on, on the issues. Back then, they gave you a choice, their choice. What they wanted to tell you was going to happen.
2: Yep. So was this only new generation, source... I
3: think, is much more aware.
2: Absolutely. I mean, they have they have the knowledge at their fingertips. At, exactly. At, at this point in no our excuses. in our society in modern in in the way we live, the ignorance is a choice. If you want to remain ignorant on a subject or a topic, it's because you choose to. It's because you you literally. Want to avoid it? You want to ignore it because you want you... to
3: uphold your illusion.
2: Yeah, exactly. Because you, 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 yeah, you don't want to destroy your your own reality and perception, you know, yeah. of what's of what's going on, and it's it's you're really just fooling yourself.
3: Absolutely, one hundred percent. You're fooling yourself, and and you're holding on to an illusion that's actually holding you back from any type of. Evolution or growth in your life, and once well, you the, once the, you let go of those things, you you're, once you have let go of ego is that's the hardest battle of all is to let go of that ego, which is that illusion, you know, something that was taught to you falsely, and now you're holding on to it like it's gospel, yeah. and it's not.
2: Well, it's okay, not. so. We're getting back to politics, right, and what we were talking about before. And I wanted to talk a little bit about um, Bernie Sanders. And this is a, an article I found at uh, Um It's called The Cannabis, C-A-N-N-A-B-I-S-T. Um, so Bernie Sanders, in one of his speeches, was talking about the times that he actually tried cannabis. And this is, this is what he had to say. He said, I've done marijuana twice in my life when I was very young. Um, Bernie Sanders said to the crowds applause and what it did for me is it made me cough a lot. That was my response, but I gather other people have had different experiences. All right. So
3: but he's not going
2: to shun it
3: either.
2: Yeah. So, so he goes on to say Sanders call Sanders calls um, heroin, a killer drug and, And poignantly took aim at the Controlled Substance Act, which ranks cannabis alongside heroin in terms of the drugs having high potential for abuse, no accepted medical use in the U.S., and a lack of safe use. And so he goes on to say, we also know, and people can argue this till the cows come home and scientists dispute it, marijuana is not heroin, Sanders said on Monday. I'm not here advocating for marijuana. Marijuana is listed as a Schedule I drug alongside of heroin. The audience booed. I agree, and that is why I believe we should take marijuana out of the Federal Controlled Substance Act.
3: There you go. Not just not just make it legal. Just take it the fuck out. Excuse my language, folks, but it should never have been put on that list. It should never have been a scheduled plant in the first place. You shouldn't have considered a plant a drug. Same thing with with mushrooms. They're finding so many Therapeutical uses for mushrooms And Here it sits on the, the Controlled Substance Act Along with peyote You know
2: Yeah, it's like I was saying the other day too You know, um People like myself and other people that advocated for that very notion of of saying take the take cannabis off of the controlled substances completely instead of just rescheduling it. People like that were considered fringe. You know, you you that's asking too much too soon. We simply can't ask for that. It's just unrealistic. We need to ask for we need to why for less.
3: why do we yeah. need to do anything other than reschedule it?
2: Well, yeah, well, that that's my whole thing, right? Now now we have a presidential campaign that's, like, mainstream, super popular, more popular than anybody else out there, and he's saying those things. You know what I mean? These are the things that we wanted Barack Obama to say that he never said and never acted on in his entire eight years of his presidency. Well,
3: this is the one thing I'm seeing that's going to happen with Bernie is that it's going to be acted upon. Whether Congress wants to help him or not, that's a whole other subject. But he can make an executive order. I mean, shoot, some of these presidents have made up to 400, 500 executive orders in their terms. You can't stop them from doing that.
2: Well, you he's can make already. The order
3: and you can try to repeal it, but he can still make that fucking order.
2: Yeah, I mean, he's already introduced legislation to do that. He's not just saying it to try to win your votes, people. Like, he's actually introduced the legislation. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, and all it's going to take for that to be it. active is to most likely we're going to have to remove those 83 percent or whatever it is of those people in Congress because they're do nothing, um, absolute, pretty much obstructionists that don't want to see government function. They want it to be seen as a failure so that none you of have us have faith in it anymore. by the
3: Koch brothers.
2: Well, yeah, Simple exactly. Exact. Well, they want government to fail. They want it to be seen as a failure. They want it to be seen as something that can't be fixed by us, the people, the people that should be running it and being in charge of it. So like it's just like George
3: Carlin said. They don't want like George Carlin
2: said, you know, they don't want people sitting around the dinner table figuring out that that they got, you know, that they're getting fucked on a system that threw them out the window 30 years ago. You know what I mean? people don't they yeah. don't want they don't want that they don't want people that are that are critical thinkers you know I mean they want obedient workers people that'll keep showing up to them jobs that it.
3: that's it, pretty much <laughs> bottom line right there because you know what they've done some pretty shady things in the last couple of years. this last one where the vets pissed me off where they- they're trying to cut the vets benefits by sixteen percent. If they turn around and give themselves a thousand dollar each, each of them get a thousand dollar a month allotment for their car. That is just retarded. Yeah. You know, I can lease some Mercedes Benz. I can, I can lease three Mercedes Benz for that price. (laughs)
2: Yeah absolutely well i mean and and in all real, reality that's probably the you know the bottom income bracket of what you'd consider the middle class that's probably three times their their yearly income
3: yeah you know if you think you about it, I mean? that in in 12 months that's most most than money or more money than most people are making and bringing home on a on a regular uh minimum wage job
2: mhm and we're going to cut to another track right now by Kelly Conscious just because I'm going to pro- we're probably going to get Camo to call in from the smoke sesh and he was also out at the um the other event that uh, me and Lou went out to with uh, Doja Loke out at the uh, together we stand sesh but um he'll be coming on to the show hopefully to talk a little bit about the smokehouse sesh part did and part-de-uh. um yeah. Yeah, and let us know a little bit about um, some of the vendors that will be there, about what we'll be able to see, you know, some of the glass artists maybe and other stuff like that. Hopefully we'll see the old Stoners Club and everybody else out there. Um, But for now, we're going to take a break. We're going to listen to some more music. We're going to listen to uh, Cali Conscious with Generation. And the reason why I'm playing this song is because... I just read an article a little bit earlier, and I posted it to social media, actually. And it's about uh, how millennials are the most politically active and most powerful generation in the United States as we speak. And it's it's like I think the last um, 10 percent of the 15 percent of the millennial um, become 18 and in voting power within like the next two years or something like that. But they'll have. Well, that's why I was just saying so the youth and these people, they're saying, you know, oh, well, then the youth never turns out and never votes. But that's not true. And and now those youth they said that about aren't youth anymore. You know what I mean? They're they're ready. A lot of them are mature adults, and they have that young 18-year-old base as well. So yeah. with that being said, this is Let My People Grow on the CCHI Radio Network with Hedgewitch from Philosopher's Stone on Monday nights. I'm your host, Dusty Bowles. We're going to play a little music. This is Cali Conscious with Generation.
0: Continuous journey so if there's one to end someday to learn to live in the moment and love each other anyway anyway We should all be enjoying the sunrise but it comes in as it goes the reason why we're living so responsible for our growth we are the new generation this is the Follow on Instagram.
2: Balls. <laughs> this is Let my people grow. I see we finally we got our caller or our other special guest, uh, Camo, on the line. Camo, let's see. Let's get him on here. Are you with us, my brother? Yeah. Yo,
5: can you hear
2: me? Yep. Loud and clear. Ten four. Roger, 10-4. Roger.
5: What's happening? What's happening? I'm here with Tommy as well.
2: Oh, nice.
5: Yeah. What do you got? Turp flag? tasting? Turp tasting. Yeah, we. I actually just got off of work at the uh, the local grow shop at Growmore. Um and uh, we're here. I'm here with my buddy Angel and Tommy, and we're gonna be tasting some post-work terps.
2: Nice. Nice. Nothing better than post-work turps.
5: Absolutely. Talking about the smokehouse session, we got a lot to go over still because we just realized both of us realized we're 10 days away.
2: Yeah, like right around the corner. Right around the corner. (laughs) Next weekend.
5: Yep, not this Saturday, but next Saturday.
2: Yeah, um, I'm excited. Yeah, I can hear you loud and clear. Uh, The Smokehouse session, the first one was really cool, man. I really liked the venue, all the vendors that were out there. It was really exciting.
5: Thank you. I appreciate that. You know, I, I haven't really gotten a chance to catch much feedback from anybody other than, you know, personal people that I see on a daily basis that were there in attendance, so it's good to know that everybody had a good time. I mean, the response that I felt, and the energy level that I felt out there, it seemed like it went well, and everybody um, is excited for the next one. And we got some new new things planned for it, and a couple new ideas and twists. We got some killer giveaways going on. 50, over 50 grams given away to one individual at this session. A, a year's supply of terps as they call it.
2: Wow, that's wow. amazing.
5: That's amazing. That's, uh, what did you say? Uh, 50, uh, grams? fifty grams. Yeah, I think it's what. What it's is Fifty two grams. Think right? It's
1: going to be a total of fifty two grams. Uh, we're going to sell a raffle tickets the day of the show. All proceeds are being split between the Weed for Warriors Foundation and the CCHI cause to uh, give back to people that have given to this community and and you know to strengthen us as a whole community. So us right. at the smokehouse, right. sesh, you're not keeping a dime of of any of that. So, you know that's that's our way of trying to give back to the people.
2: That's awesome. That is that's so awesome. righteous.
5: And Dustin, you're you're gonna be joining us, right, brother?
2: Oh yeah, I'll definitely have a table out there getting as many signatures for the California Cannabis Company as possible.
5: Absolutely. We'll be driving them to you, brother. We're probably going to work it out in a way where we're going to, um, in order to achieve the ticket along with purchase, we're going to ask people to sign the initiative if they haven't done that already.
3: That'd be awesome. That'd be awesome. Hell, yeah. Yeah, Hell def-
1: yeah. Def- yeah. Absolute Lab is the one that's donating the medicine for the, uh, the giveaway right there for that raffle. So we definitely thank them. Who was that again? Dabsolute Lab.
2: Dabsolute Lab. And they're on all they're social, on networks, social networks, networks, right? You can find them on Twitter, them on Instagram, 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 Facebook, all that Facebook good time. stuff.
1: Yes, sir. Yes, yes sir. Yeah, they're Be out sure of pay
2: area. Show them some love because that is one yeah. a hell of a rapper.
5: Oh, yeah, bro. I mean, killer. I mean, a gram, you know. To basically it breaks down to a gram a week that's why i think they're saying a year supply of the average individual um you know a gram that i, I me I, i'm not you know me I, I dab stickies dude and i take big dabs un, unusually big dabs to the average smoker so i can't ever put a finger on anybody's level of tolerance you know so a year supply for me, I, I'd need a heck of a lot more than fifty-two grams. But I think that it's a righteous giveaway, and and oh hell yeah! And, oh man, I mean, dude, even my, I'm, I don't want to undermine it at all, but I'm just saying it's an amazing, amazing giveaway. But a year, you know, that terminology, we'll leave that up to the to the winner to determine what they determine fifty-two grams is as a supply, you know. But it's a yeah, decent, absolutely, it's a hefty, it's a hefty donation, thousand sure. dollar and like Tommy was saying, all those proceeds are going to be split up. Um, for CCHI on the spot there, we're going to – half of that money that we raise will be given to Apollo Dabs uh, from the Weeds for Warrior Foundation, and then the other half will be mailed directly, I believe. Uh, we talked about it. I talked with Dove and Jeff to Buddy, uh, the treasurer of CCHI, the CCHI initiative, so just Perfect. to make sure that the money goes to the right cause and all that and whatnot, so –
2: Excellent. That's very yeah. righteous, man. I'm so excited that you guys are uh stepping up for the cause. You know, I mean that's what we need. We need more people within the industry, within the within our community and our culture to really embrace um our the the true form of legalization that really addresses the needs of us as a as a community. And not just, um, you know, mainly the industry's concerns and setting up all these different licenses and really setting up the opportunity for multinational corporations to come in here, purchase all those licenses, consolidate all those licenses, and then consolidate everything down into five brands. And yeah, you and, get, that, you know, and, that's,
5: and that's what we – me personally, that's what I – I want to, I'm lobbying against because that cannabis isn't something that can be categorized in my mind into a normal retail market. It's medicine. So to commercialize or, or monopolize cannabis in any way, shape or form in my mind is wrong. My whole goal. And with these sessions and what I do with the Terp tasters is patient advocacy awareness. Like I want people to be educated and know what they're smoking and know what they're consuming and, what helps them? I mean, you, you and I have talked about it a lot. So the hi initiative is, is super important to me and I think should be just as equally important to everybody because, like you're saying, unless we, want this to, unless we want this to be stripped from our hands and what we've fought for, you know, me personally, the last 10 to 15 years and other people that I respect dearly lifetimes compared to that, you know, to achieve where mm-hmm. we've gotten, I'll be damned as a youngster as I consider myself to let somebody come in and take that from people and my, my seniors that, that have worked hard, you know, to, to put me in the position that I'm in, you know?
2: Yeah. The elders that really paved the way and set the keystones for us to even be able to participate and enjoy the things that we do on a weekly basis, like the smokehouse sets or like all these events that we're going to all the time, you know what I mean? And really that's what, that's why we see all these little sessions popping up all the places because the communities are building stronger and stronger everywhere. We see, even in more conservative areas like Fresno and the central Valley, you know, what I mean? we're seeing sessions that people never believed could happen a year ago.
5: Absolutely. And and I think that it more or less, I, you know, I moved away. I had the luxury of move, moving away. I consider myself lucky to have moved out of Fresno. You know, a lot of people get trapped here and I love the Valley. It's where I was born and raised. Um, But moving away and then coming back and seeing how this industry operates outside of Fresno and how behind the Central Valley is and and how well law enforcement um, and these city council members have done to push cannabis out of this county and and really fearmonger people into not voicing up and, and, you know, exercising their civil rights. We need people to be down there and remembering that these city, city council members, they work for us, you know we elect yep. them into the position they're at we pay for we pay taxes for them to be there you know a lot of mm-hmm. us do a lot of us uh, and and would love to pay taxes on on the on the industry side of, of cannabis you know we, we would, i just uh i just think a that's majority the of the
2: business owners you know in in the industry that i've known and worked for in this industry um all they've ever asked for is clear regulations for them, to, you know, okay, you want us to pay taxes? Just tell us how much, how do you want us to do it? How do we go right. about doing those things? And yeah. in places like Fresno and, and, and you know, Tulare and Porterville, those things just don't, they don't fly, you know, versus like places like Oakland and the Bay Area, uh, Southern California and other places that have really, you know, hit they, as soon as that was available to them, they hit the market running.
5: Well, and and you know what, back to the city council member meetings, you know, a lot of those places that uh, these people are operating legitimately, like you talked about in Oakland and San Francisco, you know, like I know Steve Steve D'Angelo a couple times. I know some people that (laughs) are very close to them, and they had to fight to get to where they're at. It took them, you know, convincing and showing why it was good for them to be there. And so a lot of these people have pushed us, pushed cannabis out, but when you go and look at certain districts within Fresno, the way that those districts vote, seventy, eighty percent in favor of Prop 215, you know, even though it failed. So it's it's a matter of showing them numbers like that. They need their money men, their businessmen, and their and their odds and statistics. They want to see votes and money, and it's disgusting. But at least that way, it puts it in a form of control to where we're voicing our opinions. We're out there representing ourselves as the, in, in, form, in a form of business that we want, you know, without anybody telling us how to do it. And so that right there, even though it might be small and minute, it's a step in the right direction towards winning.
3: Well, that's what I find funny, <laughs> is that we've been able to run this business even though we have not been regulated. We've still been able to control it, you know, self-controlling it.
2: Oh, yeah, and, and even included, self-regulating, and, and, and done it. look at look at how like we with you know testing services. Look at how there's all these different. The market has actually addressed itself in certain ways. You know, what I mean, other than when it comes to meeting a restrictive um, city council or government.
5: Right. The consumer still will drive that market, regardless. You know, and so that's why a lot of these brick and mortars are operating in in. Counties with with zero tolerance ordinances is because they know they can't beat it. You know, when the people speak, the people speak. But they're going to do their best to try to figure out how they can control it and get rich off of it. And that's where we come in, CCHI and and the people, to fight back and say, you know, no, we're willing to regulate it, but we're gonna we're gonna do this our way. You know, in a way that everybody's happy.
3: Yeah. yeah. Without violating mean... our civil rights. Well, oh, yeah, I mean, that's, just that's think about those factors where going to be 19 licenses. Yeah, that's ridiculous, you know, right? And the way 19
5: it, licenses. And how many times, that could change, you know, how many times have they fucking changed it already?
2: Exactly. Yeah, and then, of course, it says in there that they have, like, small business licenses and all these other things. But even those are going to be so tightly squeezed down by the other ones being sold off that it's... It, It's going to be like Walmart and Starbucks coming into every town and pushing out your local favorite coffee shop or pushing out your favorite hardware store, you know what I mean? Yeah, Yeah,
5: absolutely. And the places that where those people will remain successful, unfortunately, are going to be in the tight-knit communities that still, you know, like where I was living prior to Fresno was up in the Santa Cruz Mountains, Boulder Creek, then Lomond area, and they they will not allow it. The people will not allow corporate in there, you know, and I respect that. And it's been like that for a long, long, long time, and uh, I would just hate to see people, small businesses, only be able to survive in an environment like that. You know, I want to be able to 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 put my shop right next to Walmart and compete against them because I believe cannabis is a connoisseur item in a lot of ways. And it's, you know, you can't, you can't commercialize it. And it's medicinal and it's personal and it's, it's, spiritual. And it's a, an art and it's spiritual and it's therapeutical. And, like, you know, certain growers can't be mimicked. Certain techniques can't be mimicked. That, And then it also will come down to customer service, you know. Yeah. Uh, when I go to a dispensary, one of the things I look for is comfortability, you know can I ask you questions and can I feel confident that you're not going to make me feel stupid about asking those questions, you know, things like that.
3: Or, or confident enough to answer the questions yeah. correctly.
5: Uh, yeah, absolutely. And that, not that, sound like some car salesman. Yes. Well, and that's, that's you
2: know, when I went to Garden of Blaze the other day, when we went for that patient appreciation day, I saw a lot of familiar faces from when I worked in, you know, I worked in clubs and I worked behind the counter. And that was always one of my favorite things about the job specifically was talking about cannabis, talking about cultivation and informing them, you know, about how they can produce their own and all these other um Interesting tidbits of information that they were just you know you could see them almost drooling in their eyes like like it's Japanami, you know
5: what I mean, like oh yeah, Aww.
2: you know absolutely I
5: mean? they appreciate it, you know,
2: yeah, and I have so many people that come up to me and like i i have I have a real bad time, um, I know people by face, I know you, I know I know you, bro, I just don't know your name, you know what I mean, like yeah and uh i and I saw a lot of people over there that were like, "Hey, man, it's so good to see you. You helped me you know get through this problem with my plants, or you helped you recommended this one stuff that was really great, and I remember chatting with you all the time, and those are the things that we need to get back to. We need to get back into the community that you know what i mean those are the that's the positive things that we need to be doing is chatting and sharing and that's that's really the whole purpose of this show- of this show in general is a platform for all of us to come on and say, Hey, look." man, um, you know, um, Camo and everybody over at Terp Tacers and all these guys, they got this super awesome event that's going to benefit all these patients over in this certain area of California. Let's help promote that. Let's go on the show and let's talk about it. Let's do those things and let's let the people know about it. You know what I mean? So and these are all little ways that we can all make a difference in our own communities is just by, you know, starting your own podcast. Go out there and talk to somebody you know, set up a little table with some educational information and blow some people's minds for a weekend or get out there and gather some signatures for the California Cannabis imp Initiative, you know?
5: Absolutely. And, and, I mean, educating people just even beyond cannabis because you, cannabis is just one of the eye-openers as to to the corruptness of what we experience in our day-to-day lives. Like, people have been have had blinders pulled over their eyes, you know, to a numerous amount of subjects in our world that were back in the day we were more conscientious and aware of that, where we would speak up and voice our opinions, but they've done a good job of of really positioning and, and I don't know, I, you call it brainwash, whatever you want to call it. I don't want to get into conspiracy theory stuff, but I really just think that these things... Raising people yes people and cannabis in particular removes those blinders from people really well me it does for me personally at least and it allows me to step back and look at things people are telling me and say hey well hey that sounds like bullshit to me you know and like actually do some research and ask questions and and look at things from a from an outside of the box perspective and i just really think that uh as this community grows Cannabis can can spread a positivity in in so many different areas beyond just, you know, helping people, you know, beat cancer and helping people with post-traumatic stress disorder and the numerous amount of diseases that we all know cannabis helps.
3: Well, that's one of the things my show... This is Fedwitch, by the way. Oh, hang on. Uh, That's one of the things my show is about. It's cannabis and the spirituality aspect of of it, where it... What happens is that the cannabis actually um, declouds the pineal gland, which is your godlike area in the brain. And it, it allows you to open to that consciousness feeling and being able to uh, see things clearly, which have been clouded by the chemicals that have been put into our food and our, our drinking water.
5: Correct I, I think uh, Me personally I have no proof To back this I'm one of those people That just likes to think Of crazy well, I'll wear things, that crazy crazy theories. Thank you much <laughs> Yeah absolutely I, I I agree with you A hundred percent I think that um, You know The reason why A lot of people Are experiencing Some of these diseases And ailments And why we're seeing People born with them Is because like you said We've been poisoned Indirectly And, and putting crap Into our bodies And, and uh, you know People's cannabis, there's a reason why we have so many cannabinoid receptors throughout our body. So I have to feel like that that endocannabinoid system has to have a play in the way a a person's body functions as a whole, you know, just so maybe people, maybe we're off. Maybe through cannabis and spreading cannabis, a lot of those things will just go away because it just simply is a matter of balance like you're talking about. Yeah, on, it, on it, a level right. that's so much deeper than we understand as human beings, you know.
2: Yes. Yeah. I mean, I, just like you said, how we have those receptors of the, the cannabis receptors throughout our body, and, and I mean, it doesn't it doesn't matter what your beliefs are, if it's religious, scientific, whatever. We either evolved with these receptors specifically designed to receive these one this one compound from this one plant on the planet, right? Or God put it here and he totally intended us for us to use it in every way from seed to stock, from leaf to flower, right? Like, And that's the way it's supposed to be because God is infallible. He doesn't make mistakes. He would never put that here, right? He didn't intend for us to use it. So that's the way I see it. It doesn't matter what your religious beliefs are. This plant was intended for us to be consumed, eaten, utilized as a medicine, utilized for fibers, food, oil, and all these different um, things. And that's what really scares the ruling elite and the ruling class, man, is the fact that, like you guys were saying, about how it enlightens everybody. It's unifying.
5: That's what's scary to power is, is unification. That's scary. Yeah.
2: And and one of the things about cannabis specifically, too, is is it's 100% not addictive, right? But learning about cannabis is 100% addictive. Learning about non-toxic. the cannabis plant and everything that you were lied about and everything it can do for us as a society and as a as for the human species, you know what I mean once you figure out oh my God they're lying to us about this natural non toxic plant that's never killed anybody in the recorded history of man. What else is right, lying?
5: You, right and when you look through history, uh, like how you're talking about you know the way it can be utilized for literally almost anything and everything, uh, you know, we used to do that. You look through history and you look at, at ancient history and even somewhat recent history, you know, when we founded this country, Thomas Jefferson, I mean, our Constitution's written on hip paper. So at Thomas one
6: point, hip drove it drove
5: the economy. The country. Country. Yeah, it drove our economy at one point in time. And, but I think that unification is overpowers, well, it's scary to power, like we said. And so at some point in time, I, you know, whenever they they began really, really pushing that the, and lobbying that fear and, you know, oh, cannabis is the devil and this and that, you know, it's, it's literally, in my mind, the only reason I can see for a prohibition on cannabis was for money, money, money. profit, power, mm-hmm. control, purely. purely, purely. Because, like you said, you'd have to be a fool to not look at the research and look at the science behind cannabis and sit there and still go, "I think cannabis is bad for you." you you'd have to yeah. be, a, and not you'd have to be a fool, you know, and and pure ignorant. I don't know how to put it any other way, you know. Yeah. Science well, is factual; it, 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 it doesn't, it it, it, doesn't it, 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 lie.
3: The problem is, is the problem people are work. refuse to let go of that illusion no, they've it, held for it, so, it, long. so
5: long. Because because they lose space. People. Space. Yep. Brainwash. You know. Yeah. yeah I, I they've only, they've on only been own. shown the negative. They've only been shown the negative. They haven't seen the positive. But I mean, we we need. That's why I, I'm. I'm. I want to expose it as much as I can. We, you know, find people that are willing to. Let me document, you know, I want to document children and show people, because show, I know personally as well as you guys do, and unfortunately we're not able to share it with people like we can, but we're, there's children that are being helped and lives are being saved by cannabis daily. I know people personally Brave Michaela is a putting, perfect example. Putting can, yeah, I, I've met Michaela personally. I had the pleasure Same of meeting here. Michaela and her father, and it touched my heart in a way I can't describe to anybody. You yeah. know, you got, you got to feel it, and you have to want to feel it too.
2: You know, yeah, like, and like Jason David and um and them out in Modesto mm-hmm. as well, Team Jaden and all them, you know, the same thing.
5: Jaden is awesome, and his father, Jason, is an amazing individual. There's a few people that I know in this industry that do some amazing things. You know, they get people off of the chemical dependencies. They have counts of, of actually putting cancer into remission, shrinking tumors, uh, helping, I mean... Me personally, I know a girl here in Fresno who was having over 2,000 seizures a day and I was able to help source some tincture. Well, I don't talk about this often, but I was able to source some tincture for her and she went from two to 3,000 seizures a day to less than two or three. She's gaining mobility back. She's showing cognivity. cognitivity, like she's, she's showing thought process that she never had. She was bedridden on a feeding tube, you know, and that to me right there, Tell me, tell me uh, it's wrong. Tell me that's, that's not true. That's you know? Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's really wrong in itself, right? Because I'll, like I'll be honest, honest, right? Like a it is a duck. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm not a. You can't fool me.
2: When I worked at a collect, one of the first collectives I worked for, I was, I was still of that mindset right? This is still just kind of a placebo thing, right? Like whatever, you just, you're just stoned, you feel better, right? Yeah, until, yep. until, I, until I saw it with my own eyes, until I saw the power of the cannabis plant take a man that couldn't even walk, take him from a wheelchair and having seizures and convulsions to being, to completely walking without a cane, walking straight upright and being one of the coolest normal people I've ever, I had the pleasure of being with being on a constant basis. Isn't
5: that what it's all about? Yep. Yeah. I love it. I love it. It's a healing plant. That's what I live for.
3: It cannot Mm -hmm. be denied that this is a healing plant. Anybody that, with the simplest two minutes of research on the internet, can figure that out. Yeah, Mm -hmm. absolutely. I don't care what it is. If you have an illness, you type it in and add the word cannabis, you'll find a research paper on that illness and the effects of cannabis on it absolutely but you know
1: you know this this goes back to the whole aspect of the propaganda and i mean the propaganda has been against the you know quote unquote stoner for so long that you know people believe now anything that they see and and what i don't understand is you know cannabis is such a horrible thing but they'll they'll prescribe children benzos
5: mm-hmm. like,
6: yeah
1: you know, they'll, I,
5: just, I watched, they'll just they'll prescribe them They'll, they'll give 14-year-olds Oxycontin for football injuries, you know? Or Adderall, Adderall.
1: Adderall. Yeah, and, you know, the one thing is, is I, I watched this documentary and I can't remember the child's name, but, you know, they had him on so much Benzo, his dad had to call. Jaden. He was at J. Yeah the, at, the research, yeah. yeah, the research facilities, man, and nobody wanted to touch him because he was what three or four years old, taking enough benzos to to
5: tranquilize a two hundred and fifty pound guy.
1: Yeah, and, yep, yep. and, yep. and he okay. got
5: he got help from a friend of mine that I know in the industry, and and I mean the wonders that they've been doing together for that child is it's well, phenomenal. that's
3: one thing about the plant. You know, the and this community, we are a compassionate community. Laws
6: or
3: Laws not, are not, we will risk going to jail, and many of us have before and still do, risk going to jail to, to heal people freely, most yeah, of us.
5: Absolutely. I mean, I know my – I know – but I also feel that there's a lot of, of people that are in our industry that – um It's good to to be cautious, you know, and it's good to to look for actions and to make sure that people follow through Uh, because I know that there's been multiple accounts recently where, you know, there's going to be a lot of true colors that will be exposed and and there's going to be a lot of things that people are going to see and find out about each other that are going to be shocking and alarming because people will just believe anything nowadays, like you said. And so it's like you got to be cautious and you got to be able to to know and trust that because I know me personally I I I will, you know, I I will risk that and I will take that consequence because it's it's ending 80 years of prohibition, it's civil rights. It's so much it's bigger than me. It's bigger than anybody else. It's absolutely it's about human rights is really what it boils down to. Freedom of choice and you know, I hate to say it, but the young. The younger the generation goes, the more and more that that passion is fading, and I, I hate, I hate seeing that. But it's, it's for a reason and it's for a cause, and so I just think that, I think that cannabis and the unification that it brings is is nothing but beneficial to us as, on an even bigger level as as mankind. You know, because we're headed in a direction where things are going to get pretty ugly in a, in everywhere, you know, and that's reality. And if you do some research and you look outside of the media that we're seeing within our own borders, you can figure that out real quick. You know, you look at everywhere else in the world and how crazy and bad it is and we're no different. We're headed in the same direction. So I hope that cannabis can be something that can, uh, you know, uh, maybe help in that transition or that change you know in history because there's always that change in history or that like the mayans predict a new life or a new era who's to say how what that is or how that happens you know
2: absolutely
5: yeah
1: i you know i one thing i, I want to see is or have people ask to me is what other group of people you know, that are supposed to be so horrible and so bad and you know the antichrist but if you go to these events, I see companies nine out of ten times giving more of their product away than they're selling to the patient. Mm-hmm. Yep. And it's, I mean, you know, they say this is a multi billion dollar industry. And I mean, I have personally seen, you know, well respected names in the industry. I mean, Davenport at High Times. I mean, I personally watched Camo throw out three hundred grams.
5: Yeah, I gave out about seven. They let me throw out about seven thousand dollars worth of medication that weekend.
1: And you know, people that say it's it's for greed and it's out to get rich, I, I mean, they just yeah. threw yeah. that out to the crowd for the people, whether they bought something or not, to say, here you go, this is for the people. And I mean, yeah, find me another group of people that do that. And I
2: mean, you know, I've, we've been to all these events. I've gone to all of them, too, and you never see fights, you know. And if they are, it's, it's those two really big hotheads that just couldn't contain themselves, you know what I mean. And, and,
5: and that's because yeah. they had a beer booth there. Right. A lot of times it's usually because alcohol is involved. I will 100% agree with that. Yeah. yeah. And I'm not to not, you know, I don't ever judge anybody's lifestyle, you know. I'm I'm a strong believer that civil rights can extend as far as whatever, you know, as long as somebody's not infringing on me and my personal comfortability, I don't mind. But when you mix alcohol in a situation where I'm at a cannabis event and I'm there because I don't want to deal with that kind of behavior and then I have to deal with it, then it becomes an issue for me. You yes, know I mean? absolutely. So, you know drink yeah. get drunk and be obnoxious in your home don't bring it yeah. to my to the cannabis event where we're trying to to hang out and chill man you know 100%. i agree with you 100% on that, on that yeah so i mean i don't know i that's why i love the smokehouse session i love and there's so much drama on the social media and in this industry going on right now and i have i just i love that at least the message that i speak of love and peace and of for the plan, for the patient, at least people respect that because I've been having people come to me and let me know, hey, I just want to clear your mind and let you know that I would never think of doing anything outlandish at your event because I know what you what you push for. And I can't tell you how humbling that is to me to get the the response I've been getting. And so that's what's great is even when there is tension and animosity amongst people, they tend to leave it at the door when they show up at these events, you know?
3: I noticed yeah. that.
5: Yeah, and that's cool and because it's, it's, it's the respect for what we all know deep down inside. No matter how much we want to get mad about money or a bad business deal, we know that this plant, if you're a true advocate and you've been doing this and you've been putting food on your plate and your family's plate with cannabis for, you know, a decade or more like I have myself, I feel like I, it's my... Due diligence to give back to the plant, you know.
0: Absolutely. To,
5: to to give back to the people and to spread what you know what I've been what I've been blessed with basically, and and remove those blinders from people's eyes. So you know, you and you. I love how cool it is the culture at these sessions. You see every type of individual. You know, every, you know, you don't every, go to a rock concert and see four to five, six different types of of. You know, unfortunately, people, cost, they've created stereotypes. But, I mean, you have every culture of individual at these sessions, and they're all getting along together. Yep. Showing yeah, each and- other their new piece of glass or taste these terps. Like, you know, you see two of the most oddball individuals because of the way society has made us look at things. You know, like you would never see those two guys hanging out, dabbing, being so excited about terps. In any other situation than right here, how cool is that?
3: You know? Vato smoking out with the guy, right? Exactly,
5: exactly, right? And that's so fun. Yeah. They're sitting there high fiving each other, like screaming, "Og, oh, dude!" You know, and it's like you don't see that any fucking where else. Nope.
3: Nope. You don't. And the cool never, thing about the movie.
5: smaller. Smaller.
2: The cool thing about the smaller sessions is the fact that they are more personal, you know what I mean? You're not, it's not like super crowded and overwhelming with people to where you really get those personal one-on-one experiences with those vendors, and really get that knowledge and education and, and, and that real feel for the love of their and passion for what they do.
5: Yeah, it doesn't feel like money, you know, at high times, geez, I have, there's, I feel bad. I always end up putting a post up apologizing because I, There's 40 people coming to me at once. I got 10 conversations going on. I just wish that I could have – that's why I try to to make myself as relevant as possible at any sesh. I've been going recently up to the Port City Smokeouts, and I'm going to start hitting Sacramento and those seshes as well and uh, and hopefully down south soon too because that's where I really, really get to spread the message and really get to – progress and make moves, you know, you don't get the time that you get at these large scale events because their main focus is selling tickets and selling money. And those, you know, they're there to, to, to drive a consumer market. Whereas at a sesh, you know, it's personable for a reason. And a lot of the big reason why I'm doing it is Fresno has been shut off from the, uh, from the cannabis community and, and the way and how it's progressing. I mean, it's really hard. These people in the Bay Area can go to these events and they can have access to wholesale medication that people here in Fresno don't ever see, you know, and I don't consider that fair. So that's why I'm doing it strictly wholesale, patient-to-patient organizations and companies are going to be at the set. so no storefronts or brick-and-mortars because this is about the patient. You know, we want to make this as available and as safe and as affordable and as uh, to the to the people as possible.
3: Well, I'd like to see you get it uh, move it into the Clary County here. Uh, I'd like to get a hold of you and talk to you about moving more into Clary County.
2: On that note, before anyone else it's says Larry, anything. I have, um, you know, Jeff, you have that venue in Tulare that we always talk about. I've got several awesome reggae bands that are looking for a super dope location to do like a big reggae jam fest. But we need to all sit down and just talk talk it out and hash it out. I'm
5: so ready, so ready to make that happen. I've been actually wanting to you know I want to keep doing the sessions in Fresno but in the off time find other places in the Central Valley to hit also Tulare I know that um you know I I got some fr- some friends and family out there Ed uh Tulare County Tulare Alternative and everybody that runs that out there great organization great company so there's good people out there and and they need it and they want it you know and they they drive into Fresno there are a lot of those people that are going to be driving into Fresno for the smokehouse so why not? Well, I've got a place
3: to do it. So if you can get a hold of me... I can And I also want you to come on to my show on Monday, show on Monday night and, Monday advertise. and advertise. Come in and uh, talk
5: to us. On, on the, Monday, uh, yes. the Philosopher's yes. Stone. Okay, cool. Yeah, I would be... I would definitely... I would love that. I'm off on Monday. Uh, either Dusty or if I can link with you on social media. and Or you can contact me and PM me all the information and let's make it happen. I really... Definitely. I really, uh, I really, really, really am interested in that for sure. Okay. Okay. Yeah, so cool, man. I really love the, the time that you give me on this show, Dusty. It's really cool, you know. That I get to come on here and talk with you guys, and, and, and the positive response. Like, my my thing is, a lot of people don't know. I don't talk about my past or my history, but I'm, um. I'm just blessed to be here. You know, less than two years ago, I was practically homeless. I had a really, really bad chemical dependency that I've beaten out. And I've been clean and cannabis helped me do that. Um, along with, you know, willpower and motivation and, and good peers and support. And so, um, you know, I, I, this is my chance to give back and, and I'm, and I just, I'm humbled by it. Cost, the constant response and the positivity that people show me, uh, I'm constantly greeted by smiles and love, and a lot of times people approach me, you know, and and that's cool because I'm not pushing this message for anything other than the message, and that shows you how powerful the right message can be. Not to say that what I'm saying is right or wrong, but I feel like it's positive, and I feel like... Absolutely. I'm, and I feel that like uh, it shows, and I'm humbled by that. And I appreciate you know you guys. And thank you, Jeff, for the time. And I hope that people listen to this, and, and it motivates them to want to. Because when I talk about this type of stuff and, and the stuff that I do, even with how small it is compared to some of the things that people do in this. Game,
0: Hold your but.
5: It makes my skin crawl with with excitement. Like literally, it gives me chills. You know, because.
3: It's- Hold your mic a little closer.
5: It get, it gives me. I was just talking about the excitement that I get when I get those responses. You know, this message is real and genuine because it it makes my skin crawl. You know, like it, in yeah. a good way. I yeah. get chills when I talk about this kind of stuff with people, and I and everybody's feeding off of that same positive energy, and we're all connecting on the same level. It's unifying, very very unifying, and that is that's powerful because we're made up. Of electrons and and the same thing, and when everything is working like that as a system, it it can be utilized for really, really good it's things. Stopping. Absolutely, and it, and it's unstoppable. Mm-hmm. And, it, and it as long as it's that's where we come in, let's make sure it gets used for good is what yeah. I want to see because I also well, see and, the very well, very and, negative side of this industry and the corporate side of it and you're damn right I'm a real I'm a realist. I understand how this world operates, so I don't let it upset me. I let it motivate me to try to do better. But it's tough. Well, to be, you know. Camo, that's
2: exactly, Camo, what that's we, exactly that's what why we that's why we feature you on this show all the time and, and the show, whatever you, and show, you whatever got an going on and whatever you got going on, we try to get you on the show is because, because, because we feel that positive energy, bro. Positive the culture does, and that's why they draw that's why they're drawn to you and that's why we we love to feature you on that
6: much bro.
2: And all the events that you We like to promote them and cross promote them through our through what whatever availability and space and Channels we have, but you know, it's it's a pleasure to have you on the show because you're you're well spoken. You're always about the patients and people, and it's it's appreciated. Appreciate.
5: Well, I I really cannot tell you how much I appreciate hearing that, and uh, and I don't take those words lightly, and I take them to heart, and I just want people to know that, um, you know, I, I'm genuine in the things that I say, and I just hope that people will will with me and rise up against with me. You
2: know, we as the people, we need to rise together. That's right. That's and that's right. exactly what we're doing with this program, with our network and with everything, and us getting together. It takes a village, right? I mean, us as a people, we have to work together to to achieve common goals and common interests. We have to work together. Together.
5: Yeah, absolutely. I 100% agree. I'd i, I, I you know, a little personal moment of mine that I thought was cool that I, and it's relevant to CCHI, uh, and a, and a highlight. One of my highlights is, um, I up there with meeting Dennis Perone and personally knowing and having a personal relationship with Dennis Perone. Like I can't, that to me is unfathomable and how it happened doesn't make sense, but it happened for a reason. And I love that, but I was in at the high times and Gary, um, I can't remember Gary's last name, and I apologize for that. But we, you guys all know the Gary that I'm speaking of, Jack's best buddy, you know, and helped push one of the elders that, that we all have forgotten about. It, one of the reasons why we're at those sessions, having those sessions. He and I had a conversation for a solid 45 minutes, and uh, Jeff was there, the Red Eye Jedi, and I was there with Dove as well. And the four the four of us spoke for a good 45 minutes about a lot of the same things that we're talking about and the same same energy and that same feeling and that hearing from Gary telling me that if Jack were still alive here today, hearing the things that I was preaching and, and, uh, and, and the movement and the cause that I'm pushing for, he told me that it gave him, because a lot of those guys are losing faith and they're losing hope when they go to these events because it's, you know, it's, It's not the way that they saw their hard work coming together. And so he told me that when we spoke and, and, you know, a lot of these ideas that we push, he said that these people like us are the ones that they're going to be passing that torch off to. And without that voice to carry on and speak for those people and carry it on, it'll die. It goes away. And I'm not going to let that happen. So that's me basically saying, and, and, Speaking to the people, I just wish that more people, you know, in my generation and even younger than me would, it's us that are, that are going to be the ones to continue in pushing this fight, you know, and if we are not careful of the way that we deliver this message and the way that we allow this message to travel, then it's going to, all that hard work is going to be lost for nothing.
2: Yeah, exactly. I mean, all the things we enjoy these days, everything within our community and culture, they want to completely strip it and change it and put a, 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 a perfect suit and tie and corporate business and logo on it and completely erase the culture and the movement and everything that we, you know, you know, they don't want to see heads backwards with pins on it and T-shirts and baggy jeans, you know what I mean? They don't want to see who we really are. They want to see uh, the face of cannabis being seen as something serious and regular and something acceptable. Yeah, is, well, that's what, that's what we need.
5: That's seeing that's what we need to change first is people's misconception of what is normal. You know, mm-hmm. I was blessed with an upbringing that, you know, I don't, I don't look at people in a judgmental way. I can't help it as a human being. We all judge each other from time to time. We're flawed. I consider that a lot of uh, human nature qualities are flaws, you know, Um, because it's hard to not be judgmental at times. But at least being able to step outside of that and accept people, some people don't have that capability and they've lost it altogether, you know.
2: Yeah, some people can't yeah, accept other people's different indifferences, differences or, differences or you know, or, though, you, know um, you know, oh, he's a he's oh, a, a conservative, conservative, he's a Republican, Democrat, whatever the case may be. Sometimes they get, they get hung up on that; they can't avoid
5: it. Right. However, in the cannabis industry, though, I, I mean, I not to be biased or anything, but I do see, I do see that in the cannabis world, though, and that's the only place I do see it, though. Well,
3: in the cannabis community, I mean, there's the unity that's involved, the, involved with the way that it's hmm. sharing and, and accepting of everybody's differences. It's it's completely different than outside, outside the community. I mean, we are we're like in our own clique, and we're trying we're to pull people in and, and educate them as we're doing it. And the, the hardest thing gone. is, is to be able to stand exterior. up for your rights. Yeah, and
5: I absolutely agree.
3: Many of people like me, I, I, I almost nightly challenge the police to, to harass me. I walk down the middle of my main street. I mean, I live in a small town, obviously, but, but I walk down the middle of main street in the middle of the night Pretty much every night smoking a big fat joint
6: mm-hmm.
3: In my Black leather trench coat You know And they don't bother me one bit
5: Good As they shouldn't You know
3: and a lot of
5: big In a lot of big cities Where cannabis has been accepted Culturally Like you know You look at San Francisco Where these dispensaries Have been operating legally For a long time now There's it's a a lot less judgmental. You can walk down the street in San Francisco and smoke a dube right in front of a cop, and if worst-case scenario, he's going to tell you to please move away from the, the entrance of the building you're standing in front of because you're boxing out the restaurant, you know?
4: And he's going to ask
5: you kindly and nicely. And it doesn't matter what you look like or who you are because they've been trained to accept that culture. They've been shown not to judge that because... I mean, unfortunately, human beings have to be shown behavior to learn it. I I learned very very hard growing up. I <laughs> well, learned I learned very hard growing up, but uh, by choice.
3: Well, they were shown to act that way in the first place, so they can be that behavior
5: can be broken. It's correct conditioning can be undone.
3: Yes, mm-hmm. yes
5: absolutely, absolutely.
3: Especially most of these younger, younger, younger cops because they, they they grew up with this in high school. In high school. With you know? Oh, especially yeah. this yeah, yeah, yeah. new group coming through. And they, they know they it is not potential. a harmful drug. They have family members that use it on a regular basis. And they probably use yeah. it themselves on
5: a regular basis. Absolutely. Absolutely. I know a couple of younger guys in law enforcement that um are actually closet marijuana advocates, but that's the word I want to change from that is closet. I want to get rid of it. Yes. not
6: have
5: not have to hide. If we all came out of the
3: closet, I mean my generation especially, I mean I'm I'm the oldest in this crowd, this little group here. You know, if my generation generation came out of the closet and actually stood up for the
5: rights
3: we'd have a lot
5: more power. Because that voice I it you know, the way that the way that society is written right now that they speak louder than, than a kid like myself does with a backwards Oakland A's how it happens. You know, like Dustin said, it speaks louder than I am in the, in the suit, you know, or, or the baby boomer that has put in dues. and, And I respect to the fullest. Like I respect my elders, you know, without them, I wouldn't be here. And so I that's the voice that also, when I think of cannabis legalizing and going in re- regulated cannabis, you have to think about, you know, we think that it's just going to automatically be appealing to everybody and, oh, we're going to have people flood through our doors. No, you're going to have to educate, like, you know, you're the person that is in that age category or age group that's curious about cannabis and, and wants to know more, you know, and has been... Shown big pharma their whole life, and it, but is educated and knows like man, there's there's a, I gotta try cannabis, you know, but is afraid to. I know yeah. so many <laughs> people like that that they're afraid of the scrutiny that they're receiving. It's like if we could just get those people to say fuck it and just you know.
3: Well, it's a thing, and especially in my generation. my generation, I'm at the young, I'm, the, young, I'm, the, young, I'm the youngest I'm of the young baby boomers. boomers. So I was at the very cusp of that. And and it's hard. I mean, my family, I'm just now being able to get my family to accept it. But I I have a father that's tell. But if we all get together...
2: Like we do at these sessions and these other things. And we, and we push the right message. We constantly educate. We do the right things. And it's all about changing it's hearts and minds. minds. You know what I mean? And that's what we're I mean, doing. And we're, we're do putting out the right positive, positive message. Right. And we're not, um, we're not getting drawn, drawn to the negative energies, energies and all these other things. But with that being said, we've got like three minutes left in the show. We just went on a tangent and just kept blabbing about cannabis, Like the exact intentions of the show was made for So...
5: Yeah, I love the organic
2: conversations, man. Yeah, absolutely, it's yeah. a great time, and uh, great time. be and, sure uh, to um, how, uh,
5: how can the uh,
2: uh, everybody get uh, tickets sorry. to the smoke?
5: Okay, so right now tickets are available. Uh, unfortunately, you, we can go to the Eventbrite link, uh, which I'll post here um, or I'll make available in the FUDS group. There's a certain If you're on social media, you can contact myself, Camo Dabs. You can contact Thomas Smith. You can contact Dario Aguilera or Carlos Villarreal. Right now, we're the only ones holding physical tickets, and we're distributing on our own, but I'm going to try and possibly um, have tickets available at Tower Smoke uh, and possibly grow more hydro supply over in Clovis. But that's not confirmed yet. But for now, you can reach out to us on social media. And then there's also, if you go to the eventbrite.com and you search smokehouse-2, you can go and find a link there and purchase tickets as well. And we'll be selling tickets at the, at the door.
2: Awesome. Very cool. And is it? It's uh, I don't know, are you guys are airing where the location is or is that something once they purchase the ticket, they'll be informed about it? Or?
5: When they purchase the ticket, we'll... Make a list, and with contact information, and then close to the time of the date, we'll release the uh the information to I'm gonna, I'm gonna ticket holders, just because of the safety, like we talked about with Fresno, not being as mm-hmm. a little more conservative, we have to be a little more cautious
2: absolutely, all right, thank you, Cam, for calling Friday, in the teams, brother. It's Friday. always a pleasure, man,
5: yeah, thank you Tommy said Friday the day before the session we'll we'll release the day, the uh address and all that
2: perfect. All right, right and Thanks for calling in this guys. night, this evening, brother. And uh, we'll have to get together and sesh up pretty soon ourselves. A little personal sesh. Come over to the bug cave Lord. and we'll hang out for a sec.
5: What I'd be honored. I'd love it. I'm down.
2: All right, brother. Well, you have a great bye, evening.
5: That's what you mean.
2: Alrighty, Hedgewitch. You know what that means. Yeah. We're heading out. Bye bye Thanks you, for calling into the show this evening, brother. It's always nice a good time. on, on you. To take this and have a good evening. Class. You too. Everybody, thank you for tuning in to Let My People Grow. Be sure to check out the CCHI radio on Let My People Grow on iTunes, California Cannabis Hemp Initiative, and go to cchi2016.org and have an excellent evening. Thank you.